You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. Welcome to the Faith Roots Podcast. In this edition, we're talking about knowing God intimately. And I want to turn you to John chapter 14, verse 26, where Jesus introduces us to the one who helps us to know God intimately. We cannot know God intimately without the work of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said in John 14, 26, but the helper, uh, King James says comforter, uh, one who's called alongside to help. That's what the Holy Spirit does. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. The ability to recall Scripture at the appropriate time is not mere human memory. It is a work of the Holy Spirit. He doesn't just remind us of these verses to inform us. He is bringing these verses to us so that we can act on them. This is the meaning of the sword of the Spirit. Now first, I'm going to tell you a story, and then I'm going to back it up with the theological information that really makes this pop. Years ago, and it's another broken arm story about my son, Whit. Um, we were playing uh, on a snowy, icy night. Uh, roads were almost impassable. Things were super slick. And it was one of those nights where Deliva made chili, and I decided to get down in the floor and play with the kids. So I was playing Buck and Bronco. And I took a belt and put it around my chest, and my boys would get on my back and ride me. Now, Charity was a little bit young, so when she would get on, I was really super careful not to let her fall off. But the boys, you know, I was slinging them around pretty good. Whit was always really skinny, and when I threw Whit off one time, he reached out to brace his fall, and I heard it. It was a snap. Poor little guy broke his arm. He was about eight years old, something like that, maybe nine I felt terrible. You could see the bend in his arm, and I knew I had to get him to the hospital right away. So as we went out to the car, and I turned it on to get it warmed up, and uh, we were going to put a coat on Whit. He couldn't stand a coat, so we had to put a blanket on him because he couldn't get his arm down through the coat. Uh, it, it was so heartbreaking for me. I felt so responsible, and now I've got to drive him to the hospital. The hospital is only maybe... 10 minutes away at the most. I think it took us 30 minutes that night to get there. So as we're going, driving, I am praying in the Spirit. Whit is whimpering. He's crying. He's in great pain. And as we're going, I'm praying in the Spirit, but I keep hearing a verse. And I'm hearing the literal rendering of Isaiah 53, 4. And I had learned it in a church service not long before someone was teaching this, and the Holy Spirit was bringing it back to my mind. He carried our pains. He carried our pains. Let me read it to you. It is, He carried our pains, Isaiah 53, 4. Surely He had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Literally, it means He carried our pains. 
And so I heard those words. And so I continued to pray in the Spirit, and I thought about that as we were continuing to travel. He carried our pains, he carried our pains, and finally, dumb me, it dawned on me that the Spirit of God was trying to get me to say that. And I finally realized it, and I leaned over and put my arm on Whit, and I said, Whit, surely he carried your pains. Surely he carried your pains. Lord, I thank you that when Christ was beaten with stripes, he carried our pains. Which says, Dad, it quit hurting. The rest of the night, he never shed another tear, never had another minute of pain, because he saw the work of God. God carried his pains. Now let me show you what is happening here. I was actually using the sword of the Spirit. The Word is not a sword until we speak it. The only time we see that the Word is a sword is when it comes from the mouth, and we use it in battle. Ephesians chapter 6, we read about the weapons of our warfare, about the armor of God. In Ephesians 6, 17, we're told, take the helmet of salvation. Now let me tell you why that's connected to the sword of the Spirit. The helmet covers the head, which signifies that we are to be mindful of our salvation. Now, when we think of salvation, we think a lot of times just about forgiveness of sin, being right with God, but it's way more than that. C.I. Schofield in his Bible said that salvation is the great inclusive word of the gospel gathering into itself all the redemptive acts and processes as justification, redemption, grace, propitiation, imputation, forgiveness, sanctification, and glorification, and I might add, healing and soundness are also translated into the English from the Greek word that we get salvation from. So that means that we need to be mindful of our salvation and of all the things that belong to us. The Bible says in Galatians chapter 3, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. That's Galatians 3, 13, and 14. In other words, we need to be mindful of our salvation. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Here's something that a lot of people fear nowadays. It's Deuteronomy 28, 41. This is the curse of the law. You shall beget sons and daughters, but they shall not be yours, for they shall go into captivity. Boy, you talk about a powerful verse for a parent to stand on nowadays. God did not give you kids for them to be taken off in sex trafficking or to be kidnapped or be taken away. That's the curse of the law. Christ has redeemed you from the curse of the law. That's why it's important to have on the helmet of salvation, which is that you need to be mindful of all the promises that belong to you. Now, the Holy Spirit was reminding me in that van on that snowy night that... 
He, Jesus, carried our pains. But I needed to do something more than just use the helmet of salvation. I needed to go on the offense and use the latter part of Ephesians 6, 17. First part, take the helmet of salvation. Here's the second part. And take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Now, the Greek word is not word as in logos, the whole of the Bible. What it means is the spoken Word of God. It is when you speak the Word of God that it becomes a sword. So when I declared, He carried our pains, when I said that, when I began to quote Isaiah 53, 4, I was actually using the sword of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit was working to bring that word, that verse, to my remembrance. And in that way, I was able to bring about something supernatural that brought freedom from pain into my son that night as I relied on that verse. He carried our pains, Isaiah 53, 4. So do you see that the Holy Spirit has been given to us and the first two things that Jesus said that he would do, he would bring to our remembrance all things that Jesus had spoken to us. He would remind us of the words of Jesus. And that is not just so that you can say, well, I'm glad I know that. There's more to it. Those are battle times. He reminds you of these verses so that you can appropriate them when you're in the middle of a crisis where that you can begin to speak God's Word. Sometimes I've spoken God's Word in the most powerful way, but in a very quiet whisper to myself. It was more important than I hear it, than anything else. As I said it over and over, I became very convinced of it. And Don't think for a minute that Satan couldn't hear it even though I was whispering. It was like a, 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 an earthquake coming out of me as I was speaking that word. Let me tell you, that spoken word is the sword of the Spirit, and it releases the power of God. So one of the greatest works of the Holy Spirit, one of the ways we know God, is that God loves to bring back to our remembrance the things that He has spoken to us through the Scriptures. Don't ever forget that. I'll see you tomorrow. I want to thank you for watching our podcast today. And if you really liked it, would you please give us a little thumbs up by clicking on that sign down below. And then I would encourage you to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of our future podcasts because they're all going to be good. And if you would like to support us financially, either with a one-time gift or recurring gift, you can do that by clicking on the link below or going to myfaithroots.com. Thank you so much for watching this program. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.